Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And thanks for tuning in. We're beginning hour number two. We're going to be hearing from Captain Mike Gallo. We also have a report live from Grand Island to Paddlepalooza. We'll talk to Brendan Bayard and uh, close out with our buddy Ryan Lambert. Also got a bad boy, the outdoor story for you. A repeat offender, second time around on turkey hunting illegally. We'll tell you his story. But right now, David Cresson, Louisiana CCA, which is the Coastal Conservation Association director, is with us. And, uh, David, you know, I've been hearing from a lot of listeners about our conversations, and, and they are kind of mirroring and repeating what the regulation proposed is. I think they've pretty much got it that this Bill 576 from Representative Ogeron would well, extend a year-long half-mile buffer and then would increase the buffer to one mile during that critical spawning season to protect the vulnerable Louisiana redfish. I think most people have that. What I'd like to spend some time with you on this morning is why does this bill not have any legs? It's It's been sitting there. Who is it in the House Natural Resources Committee or the House or the legislature that prioritizes bills and determine which ones are heard on the floor? And why do you think this one hasn't moved yet? Well, good morning, Don. Good to be with you. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a tense session. I'm going to tell you, I've been around the Capitol a long time. I don't know that I've ever seen it quite as tense as it is this session with some of these bills. Uh, and that's a good question, why it hasn't moved. Uh, there is some pressure coming from uh, some powerful people in the Senate uh, to, uh, you know, to, um, to resist th- what this bill does. Uh, people who are on the side of the pogey boats, which uh, still to this day, I, I can't figure out why that might be. But uh, it's, uh, it's frustrating. We're waiting for it to be scheduled to be heard. Um, but the, sca- the, the session is running out of time. And so if we don't get it heard in the next week or two, maybe, uh, then, uh, then I'm afraid it's not going to be a good outcome for this bill. But, um, look, we've got a, a governor, I've talked about this a number of times, who has expressed his um, support for the Menhaden industry uh, in, the, in, in the last few years. He's made it very clear that he will veto any bill that, uh, that the industry doesn't like. And so that, that certainly gives people some pause. Uh, I think it's why the elections this coming fall are so important that whoever uh, is uh, is running for governor, regardless of what happens with this bill, uh, even if this bill passes, we still have work to do on this issue. Uh, I'd like to ask your listeners that when they're out talking to candidates, talking to candidates for governor, talking to their local rep candidates or local senator candidates, they ask them about this issue. Uh, do not allow uh, candidates to, uh, you know, to, to talk in front of a group without mentioning the pogey issue. This is a problem for us. We've got problems with redfish and trout. Uh, the, this industry is having an impact on those fish, uh, and we need to fix it. So um, we'll see how it goes this year, Don. Uh, there, there is some concern that we'll run out of time, but regardless, uh, we're not. This bill's not going. This issue is not going away. Yeah, running out the clock in the legislature is a, a 
long time strategy. David, there was one thing that was brought up in the commission meeting, and I, and I heard your testimony there. And and I don't know if you were aware of this. I was not that the the current uh, catch that they they catch in Louisiana waters was two hundred twenty thousand metric tons. This yeah. bill would allow them to catch 266,000 metric tons. So it's actually an increase of what they've ever caught is allowed. There's no way they can claim we're going to catch less in Louisiana waters. Yeah, that, it's why the, the call that came in when you and I were on the radio last week, it's why it angers me so much is because they know that the, the, the claim of job loss is just uh, it's, it's false. Uh, and so you're right. This, this cap is a very generous cap. And Joe did that uh, on purpose to try to make sure that jobs weren't impacted, but also put the protections we need on the coast. Uh, yeah, 266,000 metric, metric tons. Now, keep in mind, that's still uh, 550 million pounds of fish um, that they would be allowed to catch in state waters. That's far more than they're allowed to catch um, like in the Chesapeake Bay, which is much larger than the, than the water uh, area we're talking about here. So um, we're going to keep working on this, Don, whether – whether or not it uh, it gets all the way to the finish line this year, uh, we'll have work to do regardless. And so your listeners will need to, uh, you know, to be kind of standing at the ready to help out when the time comes. Well, I know a lot of them have been doing that and will continue to do so and, yes. until the end. David, I'm going to let you go yes, fishing, sir. my friend, before that weather comes in. Have a good day out there. <laughs> have a good one, Don. All right. David Cresson. Uh, director of Louisiana Coastal Conservation Association. Coming back after this, it's a Born on the Bayou report is what we call it. His name is Captain Mike Gallo. He has a boat and will travel in maybe some of those same places you're planning to fish. He can probably help you out. Back with his report after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And a company by the name of Cito uh, pays to have that song played each and every week. Can you believe that? It's a good one, and it's a good company. Cito is your AAA on the water, what a lot of people call them. For $199 a year, they will give you a membership that guarantees you unlimited fuel drops, tow you in 24-7 wherever you are to wherever you need to go, jump start you if you've got electrical problems, whatever it takes to get you back safely, Cito is there. It's peace of mind for both you and your loved ones, and it's one phone call away to Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or a simple click on your computer to com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And, uh, Mike, what's your plan for this morning? We've got some impending weather kind of moving. This is a hard one to read. You know, it looks like it might sweep straight across. It might pass a little bit to the north. Uh, it could diminish. What are you What are you thinking about it? Well, I'm certainly keeping my eye on it, Don. Um, fortunately, I have radar on my boat and can monitor it, how fast it's traveling, where, and how long, to give me the opportunity to escape and get back to safety before anything happens. Um, so, yeah, we are going to go out and fish today, and we'll certainly keep the weather in our in our mind and, and paying attention to what it's doing. And what's your plan? Where will you be headed? I am going to be over in some of the deeper passes uh, along the Wrigley's, Wrigley's Pass, Unknown Pass, Lake Catherine Pass. Um, There's good water movement, and you find those areas with shell bottoms. And it's been a bit of a grind this week. Every once in a while, you'll have a, a little flurry, and you can catch four or five, and hopefully that flurry will last a while, or or the frequency at which those flurries happen is a little quicker. Uh, earlier in the week, we were averaging 20 to 30 fish a trip, and then the last couple of days, it seemed to drop down to 15 or 20, and um, I'm hoping we can duplicate that today before the weather chases us in. Yeah, it sounds like this is not going to be a popping cork trip. This is going to be uh, maybe sliding sinker or something like that. Uh... For, for yeah, we'll deep, def- deep passes. Right, we'll definitely be in deeper water and fishing a drop shot on the bottom with either plastic or live shrimp. Uh-huh. Uh Mike, I don't know if you heard uh, when I was talking about the discussion that went on at the Wildlife and Fishery Commission meeting. Um, the most frequently cited redfish option from the 5,000 respondents who came in in order to achieve this reduction that they say is necessary would go to a slot 16 to 22 keep the five-fish bag limit, and keep none over 27 inches. How would that fit into your your business, your operation, and your customers' preferences? Um, you know, I'm all for conservation. It, it won't matter if there's no fish there to catch. So we obviously have to manage them so that we can catch them. And I do remember way back in the 80s when the, when the wildlife and fisheries stepped in and did a good job of managing our redfish, and they came back really strong. So I do think they know what they're doing. I have faith in what they're doing. I would prefer maybe do away with the shorter fish. In other words, a slot of maybe 20 to 26 
and not keep anything over 26 or anything under 20. But if that's the majority, we'll just go along with it. Yeah, well, there's several options. You know, there's 17 to 24, uh, 16 to 22, 17 to 20. There's any number of them. And, and the choices were really close to the people that participated. But uh, one thing I think is across the board, nobody wants to keep those over 27-inch fish anymore. Do you all ever keep those for any reason? I, you know, we, we ended up catching 13 of them yesterday. And the majority were probably in the three-foot range, but we had two that were around 30 inches. You know, the customer's asking me, is that one good to eat? And I say, he's better than the bigger ones. Well, I want to keep one. So they were not from here and not familiar with them. So we did keep one 30-inch one yesterday. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's perfectly within the... The law, and, and you know, you, you know, most of the residents uh, prefer not to keep them, but I know people that come in, and a lot of times it's the biggest fish they've ever caught in their life, and uh, they're proud of it, and they want to take it home and keep it. That was the idea of allowing one, but um, I, I think that's going to change. Anyway, uh, Mike, if somebody wants to get you, they can get you very easy by going to my website, and that'll send them right over to yours. But if they want to go there direct or give you a phone call and book a trip and see what the lodge accommodations are, tell them how to get you. Very simple. You can find me at aaofla.com, Angling Adventures of Louisiana on Facebook, or the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, have a good trip. Uh, I hope you stay dry. But if you don't, just remember, it's only water. That's all it is. We'll be fine. Thank you, Don. <laughs> all right, Michael. Got Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. All right, we come back after this. There is a huge kayak tournament going on at Bridgeside Marina at Grand Isle. It's in its 19th year. It's called the Paddle Palooza. Brendan Bayard's got a full report for you right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And down in Grand Isle, they will be stroking east, west, north, and south. It's a paddle palooza going on, and we're going to talk to Brendan Bayard with the Paddlers Report. It's brought to you by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, as well as Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. Got some of the best kayak fishing models anywhere. You can visit their website, find some products, accessories for paddlers. And don't forget, they do demo days where you can ride and try before you buy. That's MasseyOutfitters.com, and you can also check them out on Facebook. Uh, Brendan Bayard joins us now. And, uh, Brendan, um, you know, you got the paddle palooza. Let me see if I got this right. They're looking for three fish. It's called the Cajun Slam, a total on a red, a speck, and a flounder. And the winner's going to paddle off in a brand-new Hobie Outback. I got that correct? Yes, sir. You also uh, get a gift card, at, uh, and we're paying out top 12 places in the slam, and we have other uh, multiple uh, big fish categories with uh, redfish, trout, uh, flounder, leopard red, ladies' division, seniors' division. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on today. How do you think this approach in weather is going to affect it? Uh, well, the water's a little bit high right now, so uh, it's a little bit tougher to catch reds just because they're not as visible along the bank lines as they usually are if you have, you know, a little bit lower tide. Uh, the south wind is not really going to let that uh, water go down at all today, so you're really going to have to be tight to the banks to catch reds, or you're going to have to, you know, throw some lures that make enough racket to get them over to you by popping corks or popping corks or, uh, you know, topwaters or chatterbaits or something like that. Um 
the trout have been great. The, the trout are really uh, all over. They're on the coast. They're in the marsh. They're everywhere with this high water. If you can find some clean water, there's big shrimp jumping everywhere, and there's big trout. I, I caught a 22-inch trout yesterday, a 19-inch trout. Uh, there's some big trout. Yeah, Daryl was telling us uh, similar same thing. Uh, Daryl Carpenter said that they're all over beach, uh, interior, uh, you name it. The trout have been there. The only thing you got to do is, is play the weather. That flounder is going to be the one that that separates the uh, the men from the boys, though, isn't it? Yeah, with this high water, those flounder could be you know tucked up against a grass line or underneath a mangrove overhanging tree or something. They're going to be really tough to catch. Uh, you're going to have to find, uh, you know, something, you know, some rubble or a bulkhead or something and just really be methodical and cover that like a blanket and find one of those well, pesky critters. Brendan, for someone that's got a lot of experience in a kayak, you won a lot of tournaments, uh, what is your plan when you go for a red, a speck, and a flounder? Is there one particular fish you go for first, second, and then third? Uh, how, how you? What's your strategy? I usually play it depending on the weather conditions. Today I'm going for reds first because I think the tide is with the south wind it, it might, you know, stay as high as it's gonna be. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch the red early. It was tough catching red. I fished really hard for reds yesterday and only caught three. Um and they weren't very nice tournament reds. So I I really wanted to spend my time on that. I feel like I can catch a trout almost any time of the day. I caught my biggest trout yesterday at noon. I uh, caught, you know, uh, the 19 in the morning. So I, I really think those are biting all day long. I think flounder, you just got to be methodical and, and beat the banks or the structure and, you know, get lucky. You could probably fish for flounder all day and catch the other two. Yep, you're probably going to be dealing with high water most of the time because I think the high tide's going to be around 11 o'clock, 11 noonish before it finally peaks out and starts to fall on the backside. Uh, Brendan, any other areas you want to touch on before you go? I know you you got to get to work over there soon. No, uh, you know, fishing's great down here. Uh, if you can uh, find some clean water really anywhere along the coast right now, I think you'll catch some fish, you know, not just around Grand Isle, but, uh, you know, the shrimp are popping everywhere. A lot of guys are getting live shrimp to use. Um, I think it's going to be pretty good considering that there's, you know, 10 to 15 blowing right now in really high water. I think we're still going to catch a lot of fish. Yeah, I got a good report from another popular kayak spot, the the, the Point of Shen uh, launch over there. That we're catching some good fish over that area too. Well, very good. I wanted to uh, give uh, my buddy – a Ben Parrot who's turning 50 years old today fishing with us. A happy birthday shout-out on the radio. I've uh, been fishing with him a long time. It's funny that he's fishing with us all today on his 50th birthday. So congrats to him. Is he older than you or younger? He's older than me. <laughs> I kind of thought so. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday to you. All right, go get him. Uh, hopefully I'll see you in the winter circle next week, Brendan. All right. Thanks, Don. Bye. All right, there he goes, Brendan Bayard, uh, pedaling off to the uh, Paddle Palooza. What an event. All right, we're going to take a quick break here in just a minute. Let me get to some text messages before we do the break, and i got a bad boy story coming at you. Uh, let's see, we've got someone just south of Crowley where it's raining sideways and lightning pretty bad over that way. Uh, Cullen Steele, back at our mothership, our network engineer, reports there's a lot of fog in the New Orleans area. I'm sure that's coming off the Mississippi River, so be careful. If you don't get any of that wind, that fog can certainly be uh, something to, to deal with, particularly on the water. So be cautious of that. And we got that front approaching uh, from the uh, west to the east. It should be 
uh, crossing over. It's probably going to be in some part of the state almost all day. And then we got some stuff out in the Gulf that has a potential to maybe move onshore. All right, we got another text uh, from the worm. He says, last week we were talking about cypress trout. That's a fish that bites back. They'll latch onto your finger if not careful. Yeah, I've had some dealings with them. It's also called the, the grinnel and a bowfin and a shoe pick. It's got a lot of names, and it's kind of like a prehistoric freshwater fish. All right, we come back after this. Uh, same guy, same same violation. He's a repeat offender. And if you go to my Facebook page, uh, you'll see the picture of the turkey in question. And I swear you see a golden nugget coming out of its mouth. That story is next. Here on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, back to our text message board. We got Doug checking in. He says he's turning 80 this year and he's coming to grips with fishing alone. It requires additional challenges. One is dealing with launching and retrieving the boat at the launch, climbing over the bow to hook up the winch rope is ripe with danger of falling. I decided to order a step system which mounts to the trailer. My wife is excited that I have acknowledged that I am no longer bulletproof. That's from Doug. Doug, I'm proud of you. 80 years old this year and still going fishing by yourself. And, you know, I'll bet you if you uh, talk to some of your younger friends and who don't have a boat and like to fish, they probably do some of that manual labor for you and also help pay for the expenses. But then again, if you like the solitude of going alone, I can uh, identify with that. I'm also proud of you that you're texting, Doug. You know, not every 80-year-old knows how to get up and text. All right, then we have, uh, let's see, uh, this one's coming in. It says, Captain Rossell and the other guides are crushing the redfish at Cajun Fishing Adventures yesterday at his limit long before that weather hit in. Well, we're going to get a report with Ryan Lambert from Cajun Fishing Adventures coming up shortly. Uh, here's uh, our friend John Terrebone with the Convent Hunting Club. He says, do you ever get the call on Friday night? You're going out in the woods only to wake up to a cancellation notice. Looks like one of our members We'll be taking his kids fishing instead of the usual run with our pack. Not a problem. Tomorrow's another day. Good luck to everyone brave enough to hit the open water. Well, if you need an excuse not to go run the dogs, taking kids fishing is not a bad one, John. All right, we got a bad boy story. We have one every week, and we got one coming up. It's a repeat offender, and his story is next after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. On Sunday, April 16th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Agents Sergeant Ryan Brasher and Senior Agent Evan Hoke were on patrol when they came across Justin Lester actively hunting turkeys near Athens in Claiborne Parish. Agents then heard a shot shortly after and were able to make contact with Lester, and during the hunting check, they found Lester was in possession of a freshly harvested turkey and the agents documented corn spread on the ground where Lester was hunting. Agents also found that Lester was cited for hunting turkeys over bait last year in 2022. Obviously, didn't learn his lesson. The agents seized the turkey and the shotgun that was used to take the turkey. They also took a picture for evidence, and I have the picture posted on my Facebook page, and I swear I can see a nugget of corn in the turkey's mouth. Uh, when his day in court does arrive, for second offense hunting turkeys over a baited area, possession of an illegally taken turkey, and failing to tag a turkey, plus the civil restitution for the replacement value of the illegally taken turkey, along with his criminal fines, looking at a maximum of $3,439 and a possible 90 days in jail, 
is 33-year-old Justin Lester of Home-er, not Home-uh, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. You know, you think you'd learn his lesson. I'd be interested to know what the judge's uh, sentencing was on the last years. Maybe it's just that he figures, well, that's the cost of, of, of turkey success, is to just put the corn out, pay the fine. I don't know how long he can go doing that before that jail sentence kicks in. Anyway, check it out. It's on my Facebook page. You'll see a picture. It looks like about a two-year-old turkey, judging from the beard and the spurs. And then uh, you see this little piece of golden material right around the turkey's head. So I'm thinking he was uh, dining on the, the corn. Now, you know, we, we, we had this come up on the show once before. Someone said, well, you know, it's perfectly legal to put corn out for other game species, including deer. Why not for turkeys? Well, turkeys is a, a special case. Now, you can't do waterfowl either. You can't bait, although there's a big debate about, you know, growing corn and then flooding it with water is legal, but putting corn in water is not legal for waterfowl hunting. It's not legal for turkey hunting. Um, turkey hunting is, is, is different. It's not – deer hunting is basically an ambush. I mean, you can use some calls and you can use scents, uh, but – you know, basically the deer is unaware, where the turkey, it's an interactive game where you are calling the turkey and the turkey's coming in looking for what it thinks is a hen, but basically checking you out. And that's the whole premise of what makes turkey hunting the great sport that it is. And so by putting corn on there, I mean, it's it's pretty much cheating. Uh, turkeys get conditioned to that and uh, makes them easily killable, I guess is the word to use. But anyway, uh, you know, that that's second offense for doing it. Never learned his lesson. Anyway, looks like he could pay as high as $3,500 and possibly for second offense. I, I doubt they very rarely send these people to jail unless there's some really some firearms or some drug uh, charges that are associated with it. Anyway, Justin Lester, he's our bad boy. We'll have another one next week. In fact, next week I think we're going to do the one where the guy got all upset because they were and pulled a gun because they were fishing up by his dock. Maybe tell you that story next week. All right, we come back after this. We're going to talk to Ryan Lambert. We got already got a fishing report about one of the guides over there limiting out early on reds. We'll find out what's happening. He's always available to chat with us and you. It's Ryan Lambert. We call him the plastic man for obvious reasons. We're back with him after this on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the plastic man is none other than Captain Ryan Lambert from Cajun Fishing Adventures. And, uh, Ryan, we got this report that Captain Rossell and the other guides are crushing the redfish at Cajun Fishing Adventures. Yesterday had his limit long before that weather hit. Why would they crush him? Why wouldn't they just catch him and, and, and fillet him? They, you know them live shrimp guys, how they are? You know, they go out there and they pound <laughs> on them full fish. And meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I'm under a camp. So I could stay all day. I didn't come in. <laughs> Old school. Yeah, I know what you mean. still stayed it, and I went. Yeah. I went to get under. But that was one heck of a storm yesterday. I mean, lightning. I mean, it was incredible. It was like a giant cold front came through. Yeah, it. it I mean, there was some real big thunder boomers. I got to go take inventory in the back later and see which one of my trees got hit. Because boy, there was some serious fireworks going off there it looks like we got some more of that stuff might be coming but it might peter out it's a hard system to read it's moving uh, from west to east and doesn't look like it has a tendency to move south or north but it could fly right over you down there on the peninsula oh man i tell you what it it, it made the wind 360 degrees yesterday 
it was it made it difficult and then the tide started falling by the time I got finished with that and man. I caught a few trout. They were decent trout and uh some reds, but it I worked hard yesterday. It was because of all the weather and all the mess. They went on the east side. You know, you go on the east side, that river water congregates the fish, you know, it puts them on points and stuff on the outside and and they, you know, they target them really pretty pretty easy with those shrimp. I mean they 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 limit out and they was back at the lodge for the storm. And they, I think almost all of them limited out except for two in that little bit of time. So what are you throwing? What kind of plastic are you using? Yesterday I threw the, the Z-Man trout trick in the shrimp poor boy color. And uh, they hit it good. They was they was on it. And, um, you know, I, I tried that. We caught a few under a, a cork with, with uh, just a, a minnow-type bait, a diesel minnow or something on it. But uh, that trout trick, I, I like throwing that. It's like slimy slug or like a, uh, you know, like a jerk bait, and I really enjoy throwing those a lot. They, they, you know, bigger trout eat them, and and they they whack them when they hit it too. You like that Z-Man <clears throat> bait too, don't you? Well, I take a little super glue and put that on a hook, and I'm good. You know, like yesterday, I think we had like 296 years of experience on the boat, which means I had a bunch <laughs> of old parts. You know. <laughs> And uh, that way, you know, if they're biting good, I don't have to keep changing baits. I put that super glue on there with that Z-Man, and it's that elastic. It stays with it, buddy. I mean, it won't come off. And uh, and it helps it helps the guide out a lot. Plus, it's a, you know, it doesn't tear up a lot. So it, yeah. I enjoy using them. It's good for guiding. I think you guys so, are going to have a very good summer coming up, judging from the way things have been this last couple of weeks. Yeah, the river's at seven today, and it's going to go down. It's going to come back up to seven six when this uh, flood from uh, way in Iowa, where all that that flooding comes. It's only going to raise the the levee, the river about a foot six inches because you know that's only two hundred thousand cubic feet of water. We we could eat that up. So then it's going to drop out, and then the summer's going to be unbelievable. The bull reds will start coming in, and the pogies will come close, and it, it's game on then. Uh, they were discussing uh, duck seasons, which is very important to you. Uh, would you have a preference? They were talking about the veterans and the youth-only hunts, uh, you know, having like one on the front end and one on the back end instead of all of it on the front end. What, and I know you've done a little bit of the youth hunts, you, you, especially the last few years. You've been getting some good participation in that. Are you in favor of a later youth season or an early youth season? No, uh, early because – it's easier for them to kill the ducks early. The ducks aren't shy, and the ducks are in. They don't have pressure on them, and, and it's just better on them. And I, ha- I have a bunch of disabled veterans that are coming this year for that, so I, I would much rather it on the front end. You know, I, after the season, the ducks have been shot up, and, and the pressure's on. So, you know, I'd rather just have it in the front and be done. Yeah, it makes sense. Listen, I just got a text in uh, from somebody. I didn't give me a name, but the, their numbers are 6444. You might recognize that. It says, please tell Ryan not to let the secret out on those Z-Man trout tricks. If everyone else starts using them, we're going to run out of fish. <laughs> Look, they're using live shrimp. There's very few people that even throw plastic, so we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll run out on people using the Z-Man trick that you got. Uh, no, anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? Nope, I'm going to get I'm going to catch me a big old trout today. I got some really good long-term customers, and 
Uh, I enjoy fishing with them. So ho- hopefully we'll have a good time today and get with it. Uh, also, did, or, did they say if they're going to open the teal season on the 15th like they were talking about? They did not say. No, that was not brought up. Well, I'd like to open on 15th and go to the end of the month. You know, that way we have a better chance of getting those cold fronts in. Yeah. So. All right, buddy. Well, we'll see what they do. All right, keep up with the fish. In the meantime, somebody wants to get in on some of that redfish crushing down there at uh, Cajun Fishing <laughs> Adventures. Give them that telephone number. Uh, they can call me direct at 504-559-5111. And you'll be in good hands. Thank you, Plastic Man. We'll see you next week. All right, my buddy. See you next. All right, we got some more texts coming in. If you want to get one in before we wrap up, it's 504-260-1870. And I tell you what, I got the best Fishing tip of the month coming up. Stick around for it. It's next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, let's uh, get to some of your text messages that are coming in. Uh, Let's see. This one says, good morning, Don. This is Dan in Sims, Alabama. I got a news alert on my phone this morning shortly after 530 about something to do with King Charles. Like I care about that. It's a good thing I set my clock on Saturdays to get up to listen to your show, or else I would have been ticked off. Saturday's not complete without your show. Yeah, there's something going on over there in England, and I could care less about it too, Dan. Uh, Here's one that says um, he's, let's see, he's been hunting. When it's long like this, it jumps around. It says, I've been duck hunting in Prague since a child. Maybe that's a... Autocorrect or something. Anyway, recently a hunting buddy of mine took advantage of a hunt in North Louisiana. It was a paid hunt on farmland. He said he's never seen so much corn on the ground over the air they were hunting. He asked the guy how to get away with that, and the guide said, uh, "You just put, uh, last a little bit." Needless to say, the number of ducks were incredible. His ducks are staying because the feed is there all the time. You got to look at politicians to see why this is a law. Uh, well, that's the way it is. If you can uh, grow corn and flood it, that's legal. But if you have water and you put corn in it, that is illegal. And I agree. I think that law needs to be revisited for sure. Uh, let's see. I got some more text coming in. Um, let's see. I, oh, yeah, this is from the Irish Kunas. I remember when I was taking him hunting. He's looking for That's his son. Uh, he's looking forward to taking the baby girl hunting. He'll be watching mostly, letting her and the big brother do the hunting. Uh, good idea, and that's great to look forward to. Uh, then we have Big E checking in. He wants to know, what is your go-to bait for catfish? I will tell you something, Big E. The absolute, without a doubt, best bait for freshwater catfish, if you can get it, is duck livers. Uh, second would be chicken livers. There's something in those livers. You know, catfish have the long barbels on their, their chin, and they, they, they can sense smells a long way off. They love a duck liver. So if you got any hunting buddies or you hunt, don't eat the duck livers. Freeze them. Save them for catfish. If you can't get those chicken livers. Uh, but for the most part, if I'm going catfishing, you know, rather than deal with the liver, Big old night crawlers on the bottom, on a on a hook, or you might want to use a sliding cork, or you know sometimes under a popping cork, depending on the depth of the water. Uh, that will usually do the job on catfish. Uh, those stink baits work pretty good. You know, the, you roll them into a ball and put them on the hook, or you wrap a little cheesecloth on them. That's just messy, and and man, you you don't want to go out after you got that stuff on your hands. It takes a while to get it off there. The old catfish dough. 
Uh, but that all of those things are effective. Now, for the best fishing tip for the month, you know what next weekend is, don't you? You're saying, what? What is it? It's Mother's Day. Take your mom fishing. I, I got to tell you, uh, several years ago, a lot of you remember a guy that was on this show for decades with me. He was loved by a lot of people, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, uh, the Louisiana man. Uh, he, uh, he and I got the idea that we were going to take our mother's fishing for a Mother's Day TV feature. So he brought his mom, Helen. I brought my mom, Jenny. We went during her mother. I think it was maybe the week before Mother's Day so we could put it on the air. Or maybe it was the week of Mother's Day, I think. And it was a beautiful spring day. Uh, clear blue skies. Uh, it was windy that day, I remember, but uh, the moms uh, put up with it. And my mother caught the biggest fish of her life. She caught a 24-inch redfish that nearly pulled the rod out of her hand. We captured it on video. Helen caught some fish. Uh, Tofield and I were just deckhands. We'd maybe hook a fish and hand it to him. Anyway, they had a great day of catching fish. And Tofield had a great idea at the end of the day. We pulled the boat over to the bank, pulled it up in the grass, and he broke out some uh, a bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers. And uh, I got to tell you, my mother never forgot that. Uh, she told me that was the best uh, Mother's Day gift she had ever gotten, and I think it's probably the best one I ever gave. So if you've never done it or you've thought about it, uh, take mom fishing on Mother's Day or at least give her her Mother's Day card with an invitation or a promise to take her fishing on another day, if that's not the day that will work out. Uh, maybe hire a guide and, and, you know, let everything be done, treat her like royalty, and um, maybe you, your mom will become a fisherman. Uh, but I'm sure you will enjoy it, and I guarantee you, <clears throat> your mom will enjoy not just the fishing, but the time spent with you. All right, 504-260-1870. That's our text message. But I want to write that down and keep it on hand for next week's show or whenever you want to call in. I love when people put their name. we got a long list of them. And in fact, one day I'm going to go over the whole list when i got some time because we have accumulated over the years quite a list of uh, some of our regulars that text in with good messages. It's always good to hear from them. So we want you to keep that number. It's a good way to, to ask questions and uh, make your comments on some of the issues we talk about. We'll do that each and every week. Uh, next week uh, we'll have another uh, show full of fishing reports, all that information you love to get. If you are going out today, be aware where you are right now might look okay, but there is some storms that are moving from the western part of the state headed east. They could dissipate. They could fly over the top of you, pass below you. You just never know, but keep an eye out. You don't want to get caught in that bad stuff for a couple of reasons one it's it's miserable you might get hurt number two we need you here we want you to come back each and every week and listen to our show Uh, we're going to be approaching our 34th anniversary coming up in a couple of months and we'll let you know about that and each and every week we try to keep you informed on what you need to know before you go out fishing and hunting stay safe Uh, don't end up on our bad boys obey all the, the laws of conservation it's very important and keep your kids involved and don't forget Treat mom to a real special day next week. We'll see you then right back here, 5 to 7 a.m. each and every Saturday. It's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 